Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is June 10th, 2022, and I'm your host, William Harris, aka William is Bill. Back with another great episode of the All Rookie Podcast for you. Earlier this week, I wrapped up my one through 10 player rankings in this draft. And then the other day, I did 11 through 20. Today, we're going to do my top prospects from 21 to 30 in this upcoming NBA draft. So let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. I'm not going to go over the first 20 because that's going to be too long and probably bore you. (laughs) Hopefully you saw the other two episodes. If not, check out the All Rookie Podcast, the my Twitter at William S. Bill. You'll find all that information there. Instagram, the All Rookie Podcast. All right, my 21st ranked player in this draft is Bryce McGowan's, the 6'6 shooting guard from Nebraska, 175 pounds, scored 17 points, had five rebounds, 1.4 assists, almost one steal per game. He's a 19-year-old freshman. His knock is he shot 27% from three. You know, that's that's the knock these days. The three-point percentage is all that matters nowadays. You know, you can score 30 points per game, but if you have a three-point percentage in the 20s, you're falling down draft boards. But I think that's going to allow some teams to get a steal with Bryce McGowan's. You know, he's a very skinny guy right now, but obviously he will bulk up once he gets on the NBA team. But he's a really good three-point shooter even though that percentage is low. You know, he has a lot of tough contested shots in Nebraska. He's the main focal point in the NBA. He won't necessarily be that. Uh, He'll be surrounded by other top talent. So it actually will be better for him in the NBA for his shooting. But he can drive to the rack, get his own shot, scores in traffic with contact. He could be a problem when he gets some weight on him. He can hit the step back three, step back jumper. He excels on drives to the lane, can explode to the rim, or go half speed. You know, the defense, he keeps the defense on their feet. He really has a great upside. You know, some players are what they are, but his potential is very exciting. Uh, He kind of plays a little like DeJounte Murray, but more of a shooting guard. Um, So, I mean, that's something to look forward to. You can expect that to be a really good player. He can play in the paint. He can back you down, shoot fadeaways, has a soft touch off the glass. He's a really, really good player with great potential, you know, and he has a nice jumper. He just missed some shots, you know, that you can say that is how Jason Tatum was playing at the beginning of this season. You know, they did a statistical breakdown of his shots and they were all good shots. They just weren't going in. So I believe Bryce McGowan's had the same type of thing going on. And, you know, with enough of those shots, they eventually he would have started making some, you know, making more. So I trust in the shot. And regardless, shots can be improved. Herb Jones' shot improved tremendously. So Bryce McGowan should be in that same boat. And he's a good defender as well, good rebounder, you know. So if you want to nitpick, you can say, obviously, that three-point shooting needs to go up. His strength and weight can go up a little bit, his shot selection. And I think all those things will improve in the NBA, but Bryce McGowan's my 21st ranked player. Number 22, Christian Braun, the 6'6 guard from Kansas, 220 pounds, played and scored 14 points per game, six and a half rebounds, three assists, one steal, almost a block per game, 
He's 21 years old. Everyone hates that when you have a number with beginning with 20 in your age, but a 21-year-old junior, but he shot 39% from three, which is incredible. Now, Christian Braun drives well to the basket, accelerates and explodes to the rim. He surprises a lot of people with his athleticism because just to be honest with you, when you look at him, you're not expecting him to blow by you and dunk on you, but he is very capable of doing so. He has nice control on the way to the rim. He makes really tough shots in the paint, plays the passing lanes well, plays to the crowd. He's a fan favorite, or if you're on, if he's on your team. But you, you definitely either love him or hate him. He reminds you of, you know, kind of like a Duke player. <laughs> you know, they get a lot of venom, animosity on the road, but he's a fan favorite at home. I mean, I guess you could say Draymond Green right now with all that's going on in the championship. But there's no reason for him not to be successful in the league. This is Christian Braun I'm talking about. And honestly, you know, he went to Kansas. Uh, Tyler Hero went to Kentucky. If you look at their college highlights, they're pretty much the exact same player. And Christian Braun averaged two more rebounds per game. So, I mean, that's potential for Tyler Hero with a little bit better rebounding. That sounds like a great prospect to me. Wouldn't you not agree? And, you know, his name is spelled B-R-A-U-N. So I say Braun, but I've also heard his name pronounced as Brown. That's weird to me, but if it's Brown, please forgive me. But Christian Brown slash Braun <laughs> is my 22nd ranked player. He's just a really good rebounder, can play and guard multiple positions. And so a lot of people have him more like 30 range, but I think he is the 22nd ranked prospect. And I will say the rankings between the players probably from 20 to 40, maybe 20 to 35 are very interchangeable in this draft. And like I said, it's a ton of shooting guards in this class. So it's really just your preference, but these teams are going to have the pick of the litter and they're not going to be a situation where it's like, dang, they got my guy and now I'm screwed because there's another one. <laughs> so this is going to be a fun draft. But Christian Braun, 22. My 23rd ranked prospect may surprise you. You may have not heard of him, but if you have not, please look up Iverson Molinar, the Mississippi State point guard. He's six foot three, 190 pounds. And that goes to show you how I was talking about Bryce McGowan's is a little underweight at 6'6", 175. Iverson Molinar, 6'3", 190. But he's a junior. You know, he scores 17 and a half points per game at three boards, three and a half assists, and one steal per game. He shot 25% from three, which is not good. But as a freshman, he shot 37% from three. And as a sophomore, he shot 43% from three. So I think he just had a weird shooting slump as a junior. But you know that three-point shooting is it that he's capable of doing it. So he he proved it twice. So one down year three-point shooting, I'm not going to hold that against him too much. This is a guy most people have in the second round, mid-second round probably. In my opinion, he's a great point guard, 23rd-ranked prospect. He has a 6'8 wingspan. Iverson Molinar, this is what we're talking about. Has some big-time scoring games. Really good three-point shooter off the dribble or spotting up. He's an incredible ball handler, gets in the paint, has no trouble finishing amongst bigs or making the correct pass. He easily blows by defenders and makes the right play in the paint. He can take over the game for his team. 
He never really gets pressed. He's always under control. Doesn't seem to get too high or too low. Just keeps working. Has some multiple games over 30 points. So you know he can light up a scoreboard. And in my opinion, he has a little Terry Rozier in this game. He uses his quickness, body, and hesitation to create space and either create his own shot or pass. He has a great soft touch in the paint, great crossover, easily splits defenders. He has an expert-level basketball mind. His mid-range game is awesome. And if you want to say a knock, if he's going to play point guard in the league, which I think he's going to have to, he's going to have to get that passing up, those assist numbers up, but I think he can do so. But he could play the Terry Rozier role, but I think most teams are going to want to 6'3 guy to play point guard. So, and I prefer him at point guard anyway. So, Iverson Molinar, my 23rd ranked prospect. Give me your thoughts on that, comment on that, because you're not going to hear that on any other show. I guarantee you that. But that's what I feel when I watch him. Number 24, a name that you are hearing everywhere, Jalen Williams, a 6'6 shooting guard from Santa Clara. The second Jalen Williams on my list of my top 30. Because the other Jalen Williams, I have ranked 11th. But this Jalen Williams from Santa Clara is a junior. He scored 18 points per game, four rebounds, four assists, one steal, half a block per game, 21 years old, shot 39% from three. That's incredible this year. So he's a tremendous three-point shooter. He can create his own shot, can score in traffic. He's a great passer. He has point guard instincts with his passing. So that's great. That's a great attribute. Uh, He would have had more assists if his teammates would have finished the easy buckets he set them up for. I mean, what else can you do? You can lead a horse to water. You know what I mean? But no, (laughs) he can do everything A.J. Griffin can do and possibly better. But yet you're going to be getting him 15 to 20 spots later in the draft. So like I said, this draft is crazy. No real need to trade up unless there's a position like center or point guard, which they're not a ton of that you're going to be trusting. But if you need a two or a three, there's no need to trade up in this draft. His competition wasn't great, obviously, at Santa Clara, but he's a very crafty player, and his moves are well thought out. He has a little Sadiq Bay in his game. He's a really good player, has a mid-range game, along with being lethal from three, nice handle, plays under control, but can turn the speed on when he wants to. So Jalen Green, Jalen Williams, very good prospect in Santa Clara, my 24th-ranked player. So many Jalen's, Jaden's, Jaren's, <laughs> you got to bear with me, but that was Jalen Williams. Now, number 25, I have to have Patrick Baldwin in my list of top 30 players. Some people have him very high. Some have, people have him tremendously low. I guess I'm in the middle here at 25, but Patrick Baldwin went to the University of Milwaukee, Wisconsin because his dad coached there. That was not a wise decision for his basketball career, (laughs) but you have to say it was a loyal decision as a son. I can only hope my kids want to follow in my footsteps, but but if they can go to a small school, because I'm there, or a major school, you got to go to the major school, kid. (laughs) With Patrick Baldwin, he scored 12 points, six rebounds, one and a half assists, one steal, and two blocks per game. No, one block per game, two turnovers per game. So he was a 19-year-old freshman, shot 26% from three. But his form and release is beautiful. So I definitely think that can improve. I definitely think that was a bad team situation. 
because uh, he shot 40% from three at the Nike EYBL. You know, he played great at the FIBA Under-19 World Cup. He was the number one, well, one of the top prospects coming out of high school. You know, he, him and pa- him, him and Paolo Bancaro were battling, battling over who was going to be the top player in the country just a year ago. So for, for Patrick Balling to fall tremendously in this draft over one bad season, I don't see it happening. You can think about Zaire Williams last year. He was not regarded high, but once that draft day kept creeping closer, he moved all the way up to the 10th pick in the draft. I could see the same type of scenario going with Patrick Baldwin. Uh, right now, I have him at 25. People have him lower. I could see the draft is less than two weeks away. I could see him creeping into that lottery discussion by the time the draft is getting near because it's going to be hard to pass up on that talent, what they saw in high school. The same reason Shaden Sharp is in the top five to eight, Patrick Baldwin is definitely going to be creeping up to the lottery but he is you know he has a seven foot one wingspan he's a big man who can shoot it great his three-point shot looks great like I said especially when it goes in but he looks huge out there shooting threes like I said he's six nine six ten but he can drive to the rack create his own shot or find the open man he can hit the step back two or three he can hit the fadeaway as well obviously the level of competition was an issue He looked much bigger than his peers out there, and he did not dominate, so that's going to scare a lot of people. But when you see the good, it's really salivating. (laughs) You're like, I want this guy. He has soft touch on the floaters. It's not too much he can't do, really. He just needs to do more of it more often. But, you know, you also are going to wonder, you know how Lamar, LeVar Ball, LaMelo Ball, Lonzo Ball, that whole scenario with the dad, Teams were worried about LeVar was a big issue. You got to kind of worry about that because why did he go to that school with his coach (laughs) as being his dad? But we will see. I'm sure they'll be able to control it. If anyone can control LeVar Ball, I don't think there's going to be a dad more intrusive than him. So I think they'll be fine. But, you know, in my opinion, he's kind of like a slower, less fluid Kyle Kuzma. He plays a little too cool for school at times, but that high school potential is going to definitely, most definitely have him in the first round. And we just don't know how high he's going to creep up into that first round. And with NBA coaching, Patrick Baldwin could really be good. Number 26 on my list, I have Kendall Brown, the 684 from Baylor. Average 10 points, five boards, two assists, one steal, 0.4 blocks per game. He's 19 years old. And he shot 34% from three. That's really good for that size. So he has great size for what he does. He's super athletic. Might be the best leaper in the draft. He can hit the spot up three. He is a tall, unorthodox player, but he's good. He's always cutting to the rim, normally in the right place at all the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> he catches a ton of easy baskets. He has a good handle. Not great, but he can go coast to coast. He's a great dunker that can just about do everything that you need offensively. And he's probably still growing into his body and needs more developing. I think he could be really good, though. You can look at him as kind of like a more athletic Channing Fry back when Channing Fry was in his younger days. Because Channing Fry can shoot the lights out, good size, all that stuff. So Kendall Brown is a good defensive player as well. 
But if you get him on a team with a really good point guard, he's going to have so many easy buckets and contribute to a team right away. So right in my latest mock, I have him going 15th to the Hornets. And that's if Miles Bridges, you know, is not re-signed. I think he can slide in that role and fit well. But a team like that would work very, very well from Kendall Brown. He has all the tools that you're looking for. Number, that was my 26 pick. Let me go over 21 to 26 real quick, just to in case you missed something. But 21, I have Bryce McGowan. 22, Christian Braun. 23, Iverson Molinar. 24, Jalen Williams. 25, Patrick Baldwin. 26, Kendall Brown. Now, 27, I have Jeremy Sohan, the 694 from Baylor, who is 230 pounds. He averaged nine points, six boards, two assists, one steal, 0.7 blocks per game. 19 years old, 29% from three. Now, a lot of you are like, wait a minute. He just said Jeremy Sohan at 27. I'm hearing about him going seventh overall to Portland. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think people are reaching big time. I think they're trying to duplicate, replicate what teams have done in the past. They're trying to find their own Herb Jones or defensive specialist that should be a second-round pick. And they're trying to fit a need of position and say, hey, this guy is a great defender. He'll come in and translate just like Herb Jones. Herb Jones is not going to happen every year, ladies and gentlemen. Jeremy Sohan. He's not a special talent, in my opinion. That defense will take him places. But since when are we taking defensive players in the lottery for bad teams? That's not going to help you at all. This type of player is going to help playoff teams. You know, Draymond Green is not going to change the fortunes of a bad team. Grant Williams is not going to change the fortunes of a bad team. Herb Jones is not going to change the fortunes of a bad team. If you are looking for a guy in the lottery, you need someone that could be a star offensively and then possibly defensively, not defense only. But with that being said, Jeremy Sohan was a Big 12 six-man of the year. Freshman, he can hit the spot up three, but he's not a natural shooter. Seems like his shot was made in a factory. Uh, he's a really good defender, though, obviously. One of the best in the class. Can guard guards and bigs. Great finisher and blocker. His offense definitely needs some work. He plays like a three instead of a four most of the time on offense. But he makes very intelligent passes, finds the cutter, makes a lot of tough slash bad contested shots in the paint. I think he still has a lot to work on. His weaknesses are scoring and shooting and field goal percentage, and he fouls a little too often. You know, if he was seven foot, yeah. But six nine, uh, that seems like a role player to me. A very useful role player, but a role player. So that's why I have him at 27. And originally I had him in the 30s, but he's been creeping up a little bit because, you know, some guys dropped out of the draft, like Marcus Sasser, you know, Julian Strother. And, you know, I, I squeezed them in because, I mean, seventh, uh, that's crazy. To <laughs> me, that's crazy. But we will see what happens. You know, people were how Uzma Garuba last year. Similar type of prospect, all defense. Oh, he can guard everybody. He didn't play at all last year. I said he should be a second-round pick. Looks like I could be right about that. We will see what happens. Number 28, Blake Wesley, the 6'4 point guard slash shooting guard from Notre Dame. Average 14 points, three and a half boards, 
two and a half assists, one steal per game. He's a 19-year-old freshman, shot 30% from three, has a 6'9 wingspan. Now, he has a very interesting form on his shot. I don't know if they're going to change that or not. I know he's been working on it all the time since the season has ended. But he is a good shooter, believe it or not. He loves to go one-on-one, sometimes a little too much. But he can get his shot anytime. Loves to pull up mid-range J. Can hit the three occasionally. He seems to love the mid-range game, though. He know he takes a lot of tough contested shots. He's a little trigger-happy at times. You know, he definitely wants to get his own shot a lot rather than to look for his teammates. That's something he's going to have to work on. You know, he kind of played point guard for a lot of the season. He only had two assists per game. So it seems like the two things he's doing is either shooting a three or going to the hole. And his probably best area was going to the hole or shooting an easy pull up from the free throw line or so. But he's a good big point guard. He probably would play two in the NBA as in shooting guard. I'm just not sure about how good he will be. He's a bit unorthodox. He definitely will need to go to the right team. But from all accounts, his work ethic and want to get better is going to carry him a lot of places. He has all the tools with the size, the body, the athleticism. Very fast, quick first step. He can get to the paint at will. Nice hop step, good finisher in the paint, great bounce, nice athleticism. Like I said, weaknesses are consistency, turnovers, period, turnovers versus assists. And so he's got some things to work on. You know, once you get around pick 28, you know, you're going to have guys that are not just 90% positive, 10% negative. You're going to get toward that 60-40 range. So Blake Wesley is in there. And he was really an intriguing prospect for me to evaluate. It was a lot of guys. I was like, whoa, great. Whoa, average. Oh, not going to translate. And then it was Blake Wesley. I was like, I don't know what to think about this guy. (laughs) But from all accounts, you see the good. You see what can be approved and worked on. And you just have to go with what you think would be the best outcome. And I think he definitely should be a first-round guy. And it just depends on the team he goes to. So that's Blake Wesley from Notre Dame. Number 29, I have Ty Ty Washington, the 6'3 guard from Kentucky. Average 12.5 points per game, 3.5 boards, 4 assists, 1 steal per game. He's a 20-year-old freshman, which is weird, right? Yeah, I I can't explain that one. That's the age of a junior. But 20-year-old freshman shot 35% from 3. He was the SEC all-freshman team. Guard, uh, he's a great shooter off the screen, great mover with or without the ball, can play either guard position, can hit every shot on the court, can get to the rack. He's very crafty, great hands, quick first step. He reminds me a little bit of D'Angelo Russell. And you have to think D'Angelo Russell is kind of in flux right now. I don't know if that's the prototype teams are looking for, but... D'Angelo Russell also was uh all-star. So, you know, and is on a max contract. So if he gets to that level, that's still good. But he plays below the rim, but still gets down there in battles. He's a, has a nice floater, which you don't see as much these days. He, he's kind of perfected that floater. 
Um, but he has a good handle, good shooter, good passer. Needs to get more assists, in my opinion. He's going to be strictly a point guard. But in the NBA, he's probably going to be a backup point guard. Um, you know, he has a nice pull-up jumper. And, you know, he is from Kentucky. So Kentucky players normally play much better when they get to the league. So that's a positive for him right there. And, you know, we mentioned Tyler Hero, you know, Tyrese Maxey, uh, you know, a lot of guys from Kentucky, Emmanuel quickly were average or late first rounders. And then they turned into really good players once they got in the NBA. So that same thing could happen for Ty Ty Washington earlier on in this draft process. A lot of people had him going 11th to the Knicks. I didn't see that in his tape that he was that good. So I have him near the end of the first round. Well, as far as my top players, I have him 29th. In my latest mock draft, I had him going to the Atlanta. No, to, let's see, where did I have him going? I think to the Hawks, yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Let me see where I had him going real quick. Let's see. Ty Ty Washington to the Houston Rockets. That's where I had him going at 17. So I know he's in that range with Atlanta at 16, Ty Ty at 17 to Houston. And they could use him as a point guard until they decide what they're going to do with Kevin Porter Jr. All right, now, done with Ty Ty Washington. Done with finding out where I had him mocked. Let's go to my last and final player, my 30th ranked player, Hugo Besson. I love his game. You're not going to hear that name too much as far as the top 30 prospect, but he is the 6'3 point guard slash shooting guard from France. Uh, I've seen him, his height listed at anywhere from 6'3 to 6'6, so he's somewhere in that range. Can't get an official number yet. But he's a good size point guard, and he would be a good size shooting guard regardless. Uh, he scored 14 points per game, four rebounds, two and a half assists, a half a steal per game. He's 21 years old, shot 30% from three. But he's a good three-point shooter regardless of that number. He has an incredible handle, very smooth and confident when he has the ball. I mean, he's got a very – he's very confident when he has the ball. Let's just say that. Uh, he has an American attitude when he comes to the to American street ball attitude a little bit when it comes to dribbling the ball out there with the crossover, everything. He's lethal from three when it goes in, but he's a very talented guard. He will dance on you. I don't see that a lot from my guards in France, but he can put hit the pull-up J. He has a nice floater, great touch, great passer. His teammates honestly just missed a lot of shots. So he should have had more than two and a half assists per game. But the level of competition and talent on his team did not allow for that to work out. And, you know, Josh Giddy is a guy last year that played internationally. Great passer, did not have a lot of assists. And you have to think because of the talent is different. Because when he came to the NBA, those assists more so related and correlated to his level of play. And I think the same can happen with Hugo Besson. You know, he drives to the paint with ease and normally makes the right decision to either pass or take it on his own. He can hit the step back J. He can even hit the step back three. And I don't mean just normally a step back. Like he's he's dribbling between the legs, doing everything you want to see. Well, depending on if you're old school or new school, he's doing everything the guys are doing now in the NBA. You know, he finds the open man all the time. He has a great handle, great vision. 
I think he can run a team very well, and that should translate very well into the NBA. So Hugo Basson, my 30th ranked player. And that, I'm telling you, once you get probably to the 27th, 26th range, uh, I say my top 25 are pretty solid. Once you get to 26 to 40, it's so hard. You really like moving puzzle pieces to the side. Who's going to be in my top 30? And then if I go from 31 to 40, who's going to be in there? It's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of 31A, 31B, 31C. <laughs> and you're like, what's going to push them over the top? So these in, in the NBA, these NBA GMs are going to be going through the same type of thought process to decide who they're going to draft in about 13 days from now. So let me go over my list one more time. Picks 21. Well, my my picks 21 through 30 as far as the most talented players in this draft. They are Bryce McGowan's from Nebraska at 21, Christian Braun or Brown, 22, Iverson Molinar, 23, Jalen Williams from Santa Clara, 24, Patrick Baldwin, 25, Kendall Brown, 26, Jeremy Sohan, 27, Blake Wesley, 28, Ty Ty Washington, 29, and Hugo Besson, 30. So if you haven't heard some of those guys, definitely do some research on them. Look them up. Let me know what you think. If you already know, I'd love to hear your feedback. You know, that wraps up. I've done one through 30 now. If you want me to keep going, let me know. But I'm eventually going to get into probably positions, top positions. I might get in. I'm definitely going to get into my top international prospects. Hugo Besson will definitely be on that list. And we got a lot more coming for you in the next few weeks. Leading up to the draft, can't wait to get there. And, you know, it's like Christmas. We can't wait to the draft. It's around the corner. Stay with me. Give me your feedback. If you like the show, tell a friend to tell a friend. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. And until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.